most of us have some sort of social media listening monitoring program set up. From Google or Talkwalker Alerts to Brand24, Zignal Labs, or Crisp, the tools range from simple to sophisticated. Some include artificial intelligence only, and others have AI plus human intelligence. What you use definitely depends on your needs, your goals, and how many mentions there are online of your organization or brand. But what happens when you reach a point that conversations need to be moderated because a human can't do it alone? That's what we're going to talk about on today's Spin Sex podcast episode, how to graduate from monitoring alone to adding in social media moderation. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks Podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks Podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. User-generated content is the pinnacle of a brand's social media efforts. When consumers buy and share how they use a product or service on their own social platforms, the brand enjoys significant boosts both in awareness and trust. The numbers of user-generated content are mind-boggling. More than 27 million people use Instagram. Nearly 2 million people on Facebook. No, I take that back. 2 billion, B with a B, people on Facebook. More than 400 million on Pinterest, 800 million on TikTok, and nearly 500 million on TripAdvisor. All of these users provide massive opportunities for brands if harnessed and moderated correctly. As many as 90% of shoppers report that user-generated content influences their purchase decisions, according to a survey from Turn2 and Ipsos. It outranks all other forms of marketing, including search engines, promotional emails, display ads, and social media. There are also, of course, potential risks. No brand wants hate speech, profanity, pornography, bullying, or harmful content on their own social media pages, let alone in the comments of their user-generated content. In fact, a recent survey found that 43% would not buy if there were negative comments about a brand online, and 39% would not buy a product or service advertised if it had derogatory, offensive, or hurtful comments. How does a savvy brand navigate the hidden risks of user-generated content to reach the mecca of its consumers singing their praises of its product or service? Two words, moderate well. There are four types of social media moderation that, when done well, allow a brand to enjoy the fruits of user-generated content while providing a safe online place for its consumers and avoiding censorship. Pre, post, reactive, and automated moderation. Pre-moderation simply means that user-generated content is moderated before it appears online. Once a user clicks to submit a post, it's then sent to a team of moderators to review before it goes live. This is one of the least risky ways to handle social media moderation because it ensures inappropriate content never makes it online, which allows the moderators to maintain control of brand reputation. While it's the least risky, it doesn't come without downsides. Users can become impatient if they're forced to wait for their comments to appear, not realizing that it's moving along a virtual moderation queue, and can post negative comments or complaints while they're waiting. Pre-moderation works best for brands that don't have time-sensitive products or services or where children are involved. 
it doesn't typically work in forum or virtual world moderation where free-flowing conversation in real time is key. In just a minute, I'll be back to tell you about the other three types of moderation so you can decide which is the best for your social media efforts. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO Model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. With post-moderation, the user-generated content appears instantly online, while at the same time joining a virtual queue for social media moderation. This allows users to engage in real-time discussions so the flow of conversation isn't compromised, but it allows the brand to ensure what's being posted isn't harmful or inappropriate. If found to be either in post-moderation, the content is removed or hidden. This is the type of moderation that nearly every brand in the world uses to protect their communities and brands while providing the opportunity for the content to be truly user-generated. To safeguard these real-time discussions, the post-moderation route should be speedy, accurate, and most importantly, around the clock. It doesn't sleep when you do. Reactive moderation relies on users to report inappropriate content when they see it. This means posts are usually only checked if a complaint is made, usually via the report abuse button on the social network itself. This requires the platform to alert the brand, which can often take days or weeks. This type of social media moderation is scalable, which allows an online community to grow without increasing the workload of the marketing team or the cost of moderation. However, posts are only removed when reported, which may be too slow in an era of instant gratification. A recent survey found that 34% of consumers expect brands to respond to negative comments instantly. 34% instantly and 55% within 24 hours. That kind of expectation doesn't align with reactive moderation. Reactive moderation is good choice for companies with an adult experience and a fearless brand image. However, it's unsuitable for communities where safety is critical or where your brand's reputation must be protected from harmful content at all times. The more traditional social media moderation tools are automated. They are powered by artificial intelligence, which allows a social media manager to set up triggers based on the brand's policy. In the past, this was an inexpensive and satisfactory way to moderate user-generated content and comments on a brand's own social media pages. 
The risk in today's socially charged environment, though, is automated moderation doesn't understand the context and nuance of a comment full of hate speech versus one that shows support for social injustice. Although this is a fast and relatively inexpensive option, it can create a firehouse of alerts, which have to be manually checked to ensure no home harmful content is missed or someone isn't accidentally censored. All in all, social media moderation helps a brand to understand the sentiment of consumers, control spam comments, deal with trolls and other types of criticism, and most importantly, scale an online campaign by allowing prospective buyers the chance to see how their peers use a product or service. A brand cannot participate on social media without having some kind of moderation in place. What you choose is up to you, your goals, and your policies. That's it for this episode of the Spin Sucks podcast. It's a short one this week. If you'd like to talk social media moderation or anything else that arises from a communications perspective, you can find us in the coolest corner of the internet in the Spin Sucks community. Join us by going to spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll talk to you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 